Hello. Hi. 2021. Well, happy New Year. Happy fucking New Year. Welcome back. We are back. Welcome back to the Moaka Media Podcast. Welcome back to the Moaka Media Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to 2021. Yes. Yes. Cheers to that. Here's to still being in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Longest two Ish. weeks ever. It had, yeah. You know, it was like right before people that don't know like when we set up we always have like a little pre-chat kind of yeah. touch base see how things are going and i had literally just mentioned three minutes ago how there's always that space between christmas and new year's that's just like an in-between space yeah and i don't know what i was someone said this to me um someone sent me like um either a motivational meme post on Instagram or I read it on Facebook and I can't remember where it was and if you're listening to this and you're like it was me feel free to send me a text message when you hear this <laughs> um, but it was the definition of this word called liminal liminal okay yeah well, like liminal space is like the the space in between two places when you're not where you were but you're not yet where you're going oh okay interesting um, and so that word the word that to describe that space is liminal you're in a liminal space and so and there's very easy there's lots of like very tangible um ex- uh, examples of this like an airport is a liminal space because you are in a space in a present moment you're presently in the airport but you're not at home and you're not at your final destination right also like an airplane when you're traveling in the car um you know yeah, where yeah, yeah. basically where you're not where you were and you're not yet where you're going. Yeah, or any I, any point when you're waiting. Correct. Maybe. Could, right? Yeah, I. I mean, we can look it up in the Merriam-Webster dictionary and get all the the, the definitions. But liminal, you're in a liminal space. And I so like I it. Was, I was talking to. Some, I don't know how it came up, but that's I, I got that information that I was in a liminal space and that we are in a liminal space right now. Um, and how it. Oh, I know what it was. It was, do you know who, um, do you follow, or have you seen um, the the Hollywood medium? No. He's like this blonde guy, gay, very young, and he meets up with all these different celebrities um, and person and people, Ooh. and then he does their, he does like a, like a reading where he speaks to the the other side if you will and gives messages of mm. stuff oh. and he was the one that was describing what it is in a liminal to be in a liminal space yeah this this week is definitely a liminal oh yeah space but it's sunday and tomorrow's back to whatever it was we were doing before the liminal does your period. new year begin on january 1st or does your new year begin the first monday of the year first monday of the year so january 4th yes that is Really, the the first day. All these days have just been been a lot of um, a lot of preparing, you know, a lot of prepping. But I find it very interesting that in this last year, I mean, I can only speak for myself on this one, but uh, as busy as I've been with work because of the pandemic and the limit limiting ourselves to going out. Um, usually I spend this week getting organized and like purging and donating clothes, donating books, like trying to get a fresh start. And what I found is that I was, I kind of did that already throughout the year. So I was mentally programmed to do that. So, okay. I'm, uh, Lauren, uh, which should be getting home any, any minute now, actually, she, uh, she stayed up in central Florida with her, with her parents at, at the, at the lake. I came back Friday 
Uh, we spent the, we spent New Year's Eve there, and then Friday I woke up and I was like, all right, I'm heading back home because you know I gotta get prepared and you know I gotta get ready. And Monday we start I start work again, and it's gonna be really intense. And you know I want to make sure everything's organized. And I got here, and I think I took care of everything in like two hours. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Which hey now oh hey now usually it would have taken me two days. So I think just because of the year we've had, I've naturally done it already. So I, mean, I haven't noticed, but did you guys clean up Christmas already? No. Okay. No. Do you leave it up for Three Kings Day? Three Kings Day is my son's birthday. Is Michael's <laughs> birthday? So we usually keep it up, but we usually keep it up for longer. I'm very yeah. I'm a Christmas fanatic, so oh, wow. I have a really hard time detaching from the holidays. I have like you know like I'll still be listening to Christmas songs in well into this week. I'm just, I'm a Christmas fanatic. I love it. I can't get enough of it. So it makes me sad. I feel sad when it's over. You know, I feel sad when it's done. I get that. Yeah. So, so no. So we're not taking anything down yet. You know, we'll see. Yeah. I was looking at the Christmas tree yesterday and I was, and I, I was thinking to myself, yeah, it's time for you to come down. <laughs> like, <it's- laughs> there is something cathartic about it though. There is something of like, okay, like. You know, the, because there's a certain level of stress related to Christmas as well and the holidays and with oh, yeah. families and time and uh-huh. how you spend your time and gifts and all this stuff. And so, who gets what and, and who yeah. you give to who and did you text me Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and are you posting with this person and not that person? There's people and people get people get jealous. And mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that segue, yeah, right. Look at that. They really do, though. They, they, you know. So uh, there is a certain association with stress. I mean, I'm my parents have been here from from Chile uh, since December eighth, uh, and they're leaving a week from tomorrow, uh, Monday. Um, and it's been a wonderful, wonderful time, but, you know, kind of thrown me off my routine a little bit. Uh, so there, I mean, one of the things like we haven't been able to record Correct. because of that. Uh, so it very much thrown off my routine. Um, so taking down the Christmas stuff is kind of like, okay, let's get back to, let's get back to our life. Let's get back to our routine. Let's be productive. Let's focus on the goals. Let's. You know, let's 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 do this, right? Uh, but yeah, but those pressures are real, man. Those pressures are real. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, but there, are they really? <clears throat> is it real? Is mm. it a real thing? Is it a real detrimental thing from one person? Who is it real for? The person feeling the jealousy, or the person who is causing? The feelings of jealousy. Mm, I don't know, man. Wow, I mean, you're the therapist, so I, I mean, I have my thoughts as to that. So, guys, for if you don't realize by now, where the topic of the day is jealousy. <laughs> jealousy. Yes. We've been. I've been wanting to talk about this for some time now because I made some of my own um, discoveries as to my relationship and how I am about being. I'm like realizing that I am a jealous person mm. and how it manifests in myself. And we've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so I think it's I think it's one of the most natural reactions that we have. Right. I mean, and before we started uh, getting into, you know, the the literature of Eckhart and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and other self exploration, self discovery uh, processes in literature. Um, I think that before <coughs> all that, I mean, jealousy is if you don't have. Or if you're not aware of your thoughts, if you're not aware of how you think and how you react, 
Um, it, jealousy is a very instinctual, very natural reaction to, you know, situations or things. So yeah, if you don't know where it's coming from, and why your brain comes up with these thoughts that are triggered by whatever it's triggering, and basically it's manifesting jealousy, right. then yeah, you you're, you're you become a slave to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's a it is a nasty. It is a nasty little thing. It's a nasty little thorn on the side, man, that can really it, it, it not only ruin relationships, but it, it does nothing for you. No. It does nothing for you. It only enhances whatever uh, lack of self-confidence or distorted self-concept or self-image you have. It only enhances it more. It doesn't make anything better. And and that's and that's the tough thing. What do you remember the first time you, the first time you were encountered with jealousy? Were you, what side of it were you on? Was someone jealous of you, or were you jealous of someone? Me jealous of somebody. Me jealous of something or some like FOMO or wanting to be there or upset because I wasn't getting something or having something. Yeah, that huh. it was always that feeling. Okay, interesting. My first experience with jealousy, I was on the other side. I experienced somebody who was very, very jealous of me, who mistreated me and really was cruel. Wait, how to far me. back are we talking about? In oh, I'm talking uh, for me. That was ten. That's the first time 10 that I old? ten years old. Okay, that's the first time that I. I mean, I'm sure that before then I felt jealous. I just don't remember. Yeah. My, but but the, my first recollection and my first memory of experiencing it at a very intense level to the point where someone is changing their behavior and their their you know their their uh attitude it was at 10 10 years old because so i i i was living here in miami florida and everything was fine my whole family was in chile and i'm the youngest cousin so when i my parents decided to move we moved to chile and when i got there the the cousin that the next one up who was 12 at the time so i was 10 he was 12 he was always the baby and all of a sudden out of nowhere this guy shows up and now i'm the baby and i'm getting all the attention and all this stuff and that guy went nuts and he was a child he was 12 you know poor thing you know what i mean but he didn't know how to handle it but the way he handled it was i mean he was just he went nuts like he would break my stuff he would hide my stuff he would you know try to embarrass me at every opportunity and it was, yeah and it was all out of jealousy man it's incredible it's incredible so it's it's that was my first encounter with jealousy and then later um you know as you become a teenager and you become insecure you're more susceptible to mm -hmm. be to being a jealous person which I was. I, I admittedly, I can say that I was a jealous friend and a jealous boyfriend probably up until the age of like 25 or 26. How does it manifest now? It doesn't really. I don't remember the last time I felt any type of jealousy or maybe like some, there's always some envy, right? There's always a little bit of envy, but not to the point where. What do you think is worse? Envy or jealousy? I don't know. I think envy is worse. You think so? Yeah, because I think envy seeks harm. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Like envy was like, I don't just. I feel like we can. I'm sure we can look it up, but let's just talk about what we think. Um, I feel like well, I believe envy to be um, like, I don't like. I want what you have, and I hate you for having it. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
oh, then maybe envy's not the word because I don't feel hate. Yeah. Or like, I don't want you. To, I want what's yours. I don't right. want you to have it. I want it. Right. I would say a lot of my resentments up until the age of like 35. I mean, I'm sure they're, synony- they're very synonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure my resentments to up until the age of 35 were more envy and maybe a little bit. Not, I hate using the word hate. <laughs> funny um i i don't like using the word hate but maybe it was it did it did come from like a space of anger um you know towards like friends you know friends who didn't get divorced friends who were still you know Mm -hmm. families intact had the white picket fence house the nice job the nice house the, the cars all that all that stuff so maybe but that but again those are moments where you gotta look to yourself yeah. I mean, listen. We know how to combat it now. We've done a lot of work. About We've done a lot of work. We, you know, like, yeah. Um, but like the notion that there was a, I read up the idea that um, I guess it starts with being a competitive person. Like, mm. there's a comp- there's a competition. Like, uh, being competitive and wanting to win. Um, I think ties into this as well. And that's kind of how I real, that's how I got to the conclusion that I got to a jealous person. It may have been a very long road and people who know me well would say, George, yeah, you're obviously are like, there's no doubt about it. Mm. The closest people will say that to me. But for me, I, I never considered myself to be jealous because it's not that I would in that traditional sense where, <clears throat> Like where some like my where the per, my significant other is talking to somebody and I'm just all of a sudden like next to them like who is that what are you doing what are you what's going mm-hmm. on or constantly checking the I didn't exhibit toxic behavior because of those feelings I wasn't checking on their phone I wasn't tracking them I wasn't stalking them I wasn't doing anything like what would be considered out of pocket in response to that so I thought to myself just because I'm not acting that way I must not feel that way and that's not true mm. that's definitely <laughs> not. And that definitely wasn't, I come to the conclusion that isn't definitely not the case. Um, there is a part of my ego that definitely like gets triggered by, um, the idea of like losing or something that I want or had mm. like my possessions, mine. Um, so much so that, and I, this is, the, this is definitely learned behavior, um, yes. because I learned it from my mother um, she's not somebody who likes to share her things. And mm. so if someone would always ask, someone would compliment her on something that she had, usually like an article of clothing or a piece of jewelry or something, um, and they'd ask to borrow it, she would tell them no. And then at the next opportunity, she would go out and buy them one like it so that they can have it as well. Like, I don't share my things, but I will gift you something or, I'll, you know, something yeah. to that effect. Yeah. Um, I think my sister sometimes once did that, or she like went into my mom's closet and tried to borrow something. My mom got really pissed at her. Like, my things and don't touch my things. And and then she went out and bought her something very similar or like an identical thing, just so she can have her own. Thing. Right. Just so to so ensure. Were, to me, that just to ensure they don't touch my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here, get your own shit. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Work on yourself. Uh, mm. And just like I like, yeah, the idea of like I'm gonna work harder so I can keep my things, or I'm gonna work harder so I can be the best, so I can have the best things. Um, right. I'm gonna like jealousy, like in the sense that I'm gonna win. Mm. I'm gonna win this. Yeah. But then, how does that translate into relationships? Like, what goes through our mind? What happens? Because same thing happens to me, and to many people, where. You know, you're, you know, you're looking over someone's shoulder and they're texting somebody and you, somebody you've never, it's a name you haven't seen before. 
You know, like if I if I see Lauren texting a guy, immediately what's you know my thought, right? My thought is, who is that and why and where do you know him from and what role does he play and do I have to go kill him or not? Like just let me know. Yes. Right. You know. Yes. Okay. Wh- what is because it it all goes back the process of how you cope applies the same process applies to everything to anxiety and to jealousy which one could argue that part of jealousy is uh, ignited by anxiety right fear um Mm -hmm. so the coping strategies are the same you you need a thought stopping process you need to take a deep breath you need to do a quick reframing and be like okay wait what is most likely to happen what is most what is this most likely about you know let me not jump to any conclusions and doing that all in milliseconds in our brain sure right um but sometimes you know the whether it's stuff you've already surpassed sometimes insecurities you've surpassed just they they come back to surface always in that split second in that split second it's she's you know in this example which hasn't happened by the way at least not that, not that, that i know of, right but but in this example it's th- those insecurities right away she's texting another guy why isn't it not me why what's wrong with me why can't she just be present with me in this moment why is she not present with me instead of being present texting this other guy that I've never heard of before? Who is he? What does he have that I don't have? And then the insecurities just just come right back to surface. Mm-hmm. And then anger, irritability, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, like, um, you know, who the fuck is that? And then we start with that language, right? And, okay, well, I guess it's more important for you to text him than to be here with me right now. Okay, mm-hmm. I see how that goes. Okay, fine passive aggressive all this shit right and we start becoming well the five-year-old in us comes out right yeah so it's interesting that no matter how much exploration we've done with our and work that we've done with ourselves that split second that trigger is just it brings it all back and it's mostly with you think it's mostly with romantic relationships i uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it expresses itself in other in other areas. I'm sure that there's like jealousy between coworkers, mm. um, jealousy between teammates, um, training partners. Someone's two people working out together. One person gets good and one person doesn't. Yeah. One person wins. One person doesn't. Um, one person gets the sponsorship. The other person doesn't. Right. Right. Um, there's like an idea of scarcity. I think attached to this, where like. Ooh. Where there's not enough to go around. And so when I think that you cannot live in a world, uh, you cannot have like an attitude of gratitude and be jealous. Exactly. That's right. You know, I think if you have an, if you have the, I mean, I I hate to use like these, you know, catchy phrases, but it really is true. It really is true. When you are grateful for everything that you have and you're conscious of that, there's a room for jealousy because that is an egoic trait. And if you are in the present moment, as we already know, the ego cannot survive in that moment. So you can't be feeling like you're lacking something right when you're fully like ex- when you're fully expressing gratitude for all the, for yeah. the abundance of the things that you have and you allow even yourself to you feel think, fulfilled even in the face of like loss yeah right yeah even in the face of losing your, your relationship losing your friendship losing your job losing your home losing your marriage losing uh, loss whatever yeah. loss um that may have tr- could 
trigger the insecurities that cause the jealousy right. that you're feeling. Because usually it's like you've had an experience that sets in. Um, likelihood is you brush it off as something trite or trivial. Right. Um, and then it hangs out until the, something else comes out and triggers back up. And <laughs> you know, that, that same pattern of behavior you know, reignites or reemerges. That's right. Um, and I just that consistency of just knowing, being able to feel it too, right? So yeah. if, you, if you feel it coming, like, okay, yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, relax, 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 mm. chill out. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you're, you're, I think, I mean, spot on, man. Absolutely. I think jealousy is just one of those things where, um, if if you do feel grateful and you feel fulfilled and you get into a mindset of abundance, then there's not a lot of room for jealousy in that sense, you know, and, and you start getting into this mindset of whatever set out for me is out there for me yeah. and it'll eventually come my way. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's a, you know, that's a great, a great feeling. And that is not a destination. That is literally the car you drive for the rest of your life, by the way, guys. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That is, that's how it's always going to be. It's, it's always going to be that way. Right. I, I don't, we never, we talk a lot about this. Um, yeah. We talk, these concepts that we talk about are usually attached to the very, you know, they, they all come back to the same conclusion that we always come back to, you know, that, and I know that, and, and it's true for me because I've feel, I felt it in my life. I've gone through it, especially this last year. Yeah. Um, and to have that peace, to have that freedom from the jealousy, from the envy, from the ickiness feelings, from the yuck. Yeah. And when you're just in that good zone, um, we're like, ah, we made, we've, we've arrived. There's mm. like, okay, I did it. Right. I did it. And then it happens again and again and again <laughs> and again. And again. Right. It's not the final destination. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a cycle and we just keep going. You know, well, no, I shouldn't say cycle because that means we're, but yeah, it's, it is repetitive. Exactly. So then how with the thing, like another thing with jealousy is a lot has to do with our upbringing and what we long for, right? Like attention, mm -hmm. right? I've always admired people who, you know, had a solid family background, good relationship with their parents and you see it like they're the ones they they determine their own fate with their friendships it's really interesting like okay well i don't need to be friends with that person and i'm like what do you mean i need to be friends with everybody you know yeah yeah I, it's um i don't know what i was gonna say you, you, or upbringing no it's like there's a lot of different i have a lot of different feelings attached to what you're talking about right now mm -hmm. um particularly when it comes to like the notion of of there's when i think of the when i think of conflict or the conflict that's that i have in my in me and that's usually and the com, other words for conflict that i use are anger sadness jealousy whatever um it's because there's a situation that is what it is and i don't want it to be that way mm. and i'm either like wishing it was another way or holding on to the way it was mm -hmm. okay you know what i mean yeah like there was a time in my life when the, my family and I got along very, very well and we all hung out together and we were, we were aligned, like not just because we're family, but because we like kind of thought the same way and we hung out together and we enjoyed each other's company. 
we still can enjoy each other's company, but we don't think the same way. Our values are changed. The older we get, the more like adult we become, the more like the decisions that we make and the kind of lives that we want to have um, reveal themselves. Mm. Um, I, I just find myself drifting a little bit further away from my nuclear family, which is my mom, my dad, and my sister. Right. Um, and I could continue to be very upset about that, or I can just acknowledge it and know that it's my responsibility to have the, re- the relationship that I want with them. They're never going to change. Right. They're always going to be the way they are. Right. They believe wholeheartedly the truths that they hold inalienable, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Th- that it, yeah, that belief so system strong is not going to change. walked in a different path. They're, mm-hmm. they're pretty close to where they've always been. Very, they've, they've always been on the conservative side of things. Mm-hmm. They're just more conservative. Right. Um, and I was walking along with them because it's it was the nurture of the way I was raised, mm. um, and a lot of the a lot of the thoughts that I have about like about making sure that I do things correctly and be and behave and be obedient, right? So as to receive like positive reinforcement continues to be to continues with me, and so when you make a mistake and you find consequences, it's like. You go back to that idea that I'm going to lose my family because I keep making these mistakes or I keep acting out. Mm. Um, Am I making any sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're making sense. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, I'm just like, I have a friend who we find ourselves in a very similar situation, Mm -hmm. um, except that. He is has a he has he's very close to his family and they take him in and they receive him and they have fun and they go out and they do things and they, and he has siblings and their siblings have gotten married and they have kids and he, do you get jealous a, of that? I get super jealous of that. Yeah, I get super jealous of that of being able to like of families that big families that get together during Chris during the holidays, right? Um, and can and have so many people around them. And they go and they do things, and it's like a good. It looks like to be, and it sounds to me like a fun time. And is that jealousy triggered from fear? Is it fear of being alone, fear of loneliness? Most and stuff? likely. Yeah. Well, I share that with you. I mean, that's why I'm asking. I'm not, you know, I'm not turning this into a therapy no, session. No, I, it's, it's. I share that with you. I'm just like, what I'm saying. I've, there was a time when I was single when I would say things like, "I'm a lone wolf," mm-hmm. like I feel like a lone wolf, but I always felt like I had my family in the back pocket. Right. Like I could always rely on being able to go back home and have a good time with them. No matter what, like I knew I could go and have a a good time with them. That's not the case anymore. Mm. You know? Um, And I'm just, I've, I'm in a position now on this day in, in 2021 where I really am kind of like walking on my own again. Right. Um, And I don't have fear about that in the way that, I'm not fear of like be ending up alone because I'm not gonna be. I mean, the fact is that most of us end up alone, like you know, in, in die, some you, way. You, yeah, you die you alone. Die alone, alone exactly, all that so whole concept. That concept. Right, right. You right. Know, it's not like I'm gonna be like surrounded by like everyone that has ever come into my life and giving me like a positive inf- like right. on my deathbed, like ru- you know, <laughs> caressing me and telling me how wonderful I was, and it's gonna be this beautiful experience where I just like drift off into like a pleasant you know, ether of the next. Th- no, we don't know. We have no idea. We have no we idea. Have no fucking right. clue, right? Um, but yeah, I had I had an idea of what my life was going to be like. Mm-hmm. I had it set and I had made decisions. And I had worked towards that. Um, that's not the case anymore. 
Right. Um, and I think starting oh like the, the concept of starting over, um, especially at what forty one, turning forty two, is it is scary. Yeah. And I am jealous of people who don't have to do that. Right, right, right. I know. I I totally. Or people who are going to figure it out, like. Yeah, I mean, and and the thing is, is that I think most people get a starting over multiple times in their life um and and it's a uh, and, and you know that's if that's where you are now yeah that i totally get where where you look outside of yourself and you see people who are not having to do that you know then you're then that brings on that kind of that not yeah maybe a little bit of jealousy but it's also natural though it's not like a malicious jealousy it's like a oh man i just wish i had that not where i'm at now but then that's going to involve some reframing because where you're at now in its own way is extremely beautiful. It's an extremely beautiful um, spot to be in. Um, and it's just, about, but it's, it's all about where we point the mind, right? I mean, I asked you earlier about, you know, the whole thing with jealousy with, with people and their families because, you know, that's, I mean, my, my, my biggest obstacle, my personal life obstacle, if you will, is... You know, being an only child, you know, not having ever met my biological father or his side of the family, my mom's side, I only have three cousins who I never really speak to, um, and just really much alone, you know, I tried to fill that void with friends and I wanted to be friends with everybody, but I would constantly be disappointed because, you know, you can be friends with someone up to a certain point, but there's always a barrier. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm going to go home and, you know, be with my family for the holidays, so mm-hmm. I'll talk to you after. And, you know, it's like, so that's why, like, I for a while, for a long while, I'd say 10 years, most of my 30s, whenever somebody would say, oh, you're like family, I would tell people, don't say that. Don't say that. I mean, we're friends, but please don't call me family. I mean, if you're going to call me family, it's got to be the whole thing. Like, I want the whole thing. You know, not and 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 I would be jealous of people. Like I would be jealous, like when friends that would call me family were like, "Okay, well, um, you know, I'll see you after Thanksgiving, I guess, or I'll see you after Christmas." And it's like, "Oh, so we're really not family." Okay, got it. You know, and I would live in that space, and I'd be jealous of them. Like mm-hmm. they get to be with their family. They have cousins. They have people. You know, and then the jealousy was always the fear of loneliness, the fear of being alone. I go through it now. I mean it's become an ongoing joke with with lauren and i because lauren just keeps saying stop trying to live life like you're gonna be without me like why do you always treat situations like you're on your own and i do i treat i'm always i always come from this mindset which i'm working on by the way this mindset of i need to be ready to survive by myself i need to be ready to be alone i need you know like i and i'm constantly saying things like Oh yeah, when my kids turn 18, they're just going to forget about me or they're going to go live their life and they're going to forget about me. And you know, and if God forbid, you know, Lauren dies, that's it. Like I'm on my own, my kids are going to forget about me, I'm going to be by myself and it's like almost preparing myself for loneliness, you know, and and that and I've gotten a lot better. I've been working on it. And one of the ways that I've gotten better <clears throat> is to feel happy for people that have that what you were describing, you know, and just okay, they have that good for them i'm ha- i'm happy for them mm-hmm. you know um and and then getting into the mindset of you know who is my family my family are my two kids and my wife yeah um so but it it, it does come from a place of fear of loneliness i've been working for i'm going to turn 42 in march 
And just now it's starting to make sense, which I feel is why I'm not so much of a jealous person anymore because I'm very fulfilled and happy with where I'm at. And um, so, but I remember being at a point in time where I started over and 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 being like, okay, yeah, it's cool because I remember somebody telling me, oh, but it's a great opportunity, you know, like sure. starting over is it's so fresh. It's so you can be whoever you want. You should be excited. You should set goals. Yes, yes, and yes, and yes, and I will do all that, and yes, but it still fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay, and I'd rather not be in this situation if I had a choice. Yeah, I would rather continue to build off of the successes of what I have done for the last couple of years than have to, you know, start from scratch, per se. Right. Or to dig myself out, because you're never from scratch. You always end up in a hole. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the thing is about starting over is we, we, we really cut, we cut ourselves short a little bit. We sell ourselves short a little bit. You're not bit. at zero. You're not at zero. It's like the Super Mario Brothers game for all you 1980s people. Um, you know, it's like you'll be at level seven and you die. You don't start from the beginning of the game. You start at the beginning of level seven. Correct. You know, and uh, and, and, and that's, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. So there's, yes, it feel the sensation, the feeling is I'm starting over. But the reality is, is that you're starting from a totally different space Completely. with all these lessons learned. Completely. You know, and now who like, you know, romantically, not whatever, I don't know. But like whoever you attract, it's going to be coming from a place of who you are for real today. Yeah. And who you've developed to be today. You know, and that's going to determine everyone you attract. And I think that that's that's exciting because when I, you know, just yeah, I always got to give props to our home base, CrossFit Soul. Yes. When I when I started there, one of the things that, you know, working out is only part of what we do there. The culture there opens or if you accept it and you have the willingness, it opens you up to just being your most authentic self. And when I started becoming my most authentic self and I look now five years in and I look at guys, you know, like you and, you know, Chip and, you know, Danny and David and all these guys, you know, and I'm like, you know, and then James and, you know, and, and, and I'm like, well, you know, like I have really surrounded myself with really, these are my, like, these are my people, mm -hmm. you know? And so, but it's, that was all because I was willing to receive it because of who I was willing to be in that moment. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, you know, so, you know, I, I know it feels like shit, but you're going to fucking kick ass. I, yeah. Yeah, you can if you want to. Yeah. You could. It's ultimately like, the you know, choose your yeah. own adventure. Now, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think... That there's people that are jealous of you right now. Uh, I imagine that there is. Yeah. For I mean, sure. I imagine that there is. Yes. Yes, there is. Yeah. A lot of people are so fearful to sacrifice their comfort and not be courageous. And they just wish they... Yeah, I mean, it's yes. There are. I don't. I was. Uh, someone paid me a very nice compliment. Um, or th no, it wasn't that. Ooh, it was that. a compliment. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a compliment. It was more of like an observation, which I took as a compliment. Um, 
But it was something to the effect of like we've never seen you, you like George. You're a really strong person. You're super determined. When you set your mind to something, you nothing stops you. You're and so I took that as like a really nice thing that someone says about you. But like I couldn't put it all the way on. It was almost like a sweater that fit too small or mm. too big. Like mm. yeah, I kind of can get into this. Yeah. I can see where it works. It was a tween size, but it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't like. It's not like yeah. yeah. That's because I, to me, when I think about that feeling of like I'm very bothered. You know, mm. I, I I admittedly overthink a lot. I really overthink. Period. You know. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it takes me a long time to make certain decisions, and I'm usually very unsure. I there's th- there's a lot of things that I'm very unsure about. Um, and so if I look like I'm a confident person moving through space with confidence and doing life confidently, it's because that's kind of like the role that I have chosen to take in order to cope with the fact that I'm anxious and worried and unsure and I don't know. I don't know. That falls I don't know. into the, uh, you know, and I'm not, I mean, I don't know how you're going to take this, but fake it till you make it mentality. That's yes, what it is. That's what I told uh, them. And I'm like, if I look like that, it's because I'm basically faking it till I make it. And, and a lot of people are. And I just don't, I don't have the, I have the assurance of, there's some things that I'm very sure of. I'm sure that you can, if, if you're consistent at anything you do, you will find a success in it. Yep. So just keep showing up and doing what we're doing something and you will find success in that just because you just keep showing up and doing it. Discipline is freedom. Freedom. Discipline totally. is freedom. And I have I had all the experience of 2020 to tell me that, mm-hmm. particularly when it comes to like my fitness and my like the way that I look. Yeah. Um, when I apply those same ideas to my mental health, to my career, um, to my friendships, uh, to my relationship, it's the same thing. You know, when I start to exhibit like erratic behavior, because one day I'm happy, one day I'm sad. One day I'm happy, one day mm. I'm sad. I'm crying this day, I'm laughing the next day. Um, it gives off a very weird vibe. Mm. Um, and if I'm feeling chaotic and I am exhibiting chaotic behavior, I am creating chaos. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Not to say that I'm like in control of the world, but. I can see when people are doing that, and if I don't react well to someone doing that, then the like the logical the logic is that people will not react well to me when I am doing that. Right. So. But that's that's just part of it. But like the th- the thing about jealousy, then it's like I'm jealous of people who look like look like they have it all together. Is like the fact is is that that's just a, you're, you're jealous of a perception. You're jealous of a person. Oh, that's so well put. Yes, dude. Oh my god. Like I wish I had this or I wish I had that. It's like you are. It's again. It goes back to a, like the idea of scarcity. You're lacking something that you're seeing somebody else exhibiting and. The likelihood is, is that they don't have what you think they have either. Maybe they have six pack abs, you know. They maybe they have a body mm-hmm. that you don't have or yeah. that you want, right? Um, fine. Well, I mean, you can get that in a couple months. That's an easy. That's an easy get. So the jealous, the jealousy of what was it? Oh, you said it so well. I'm gonna have to go back in the recording. The jealousy of your perception. Of something else? Of some of, of people's lives? Like, of someone else's, like, like what they have yeah. or the, what they're projecting. So that's, like, I what mean, social media does. Like what, yeah, yes, yeah, that's, yes. like, that's what Instagram I'm pulling does. Yeah. Right now, like, you pull yeah. out the Instagram and you... Because people only post... When you're going through a bad time, people only post a motivational post about 
the bad time they're in and right. trying to get themselves out or they're putting um really passive aggressive messaging to somebody yeah. that <laughs> right right that. yeah i mean you know i think that's uh, like one of the i, I don't want to call it a curse uh, one of the I, I don't know one of the challenges of being a therapist is people think i have it all together mm-hmm. and it, and and i i try to be as open as possible with people man i struggle you know, my life, life is not perfect. My life is not perfect. I have like, you know, and I'm still like, you know, fighting demons like, you know, from 10 years ago, you know, like financial demons mm-hmm. and emotional. And, you know, I mean, there's so much that um, that it's taken all this time to kind of untangle uh, that it still affects me, you know, and it affects my self-concept and, and, and it affects my self-esteem. And I do get hard on myself and I beat myself up a lot. And, you know, and it's um, and, and, and it makes me sad when people are like, well, you just have it all together. You know, I wish I, I wish I could have it all together like you. And I'm like, man, you know, if you if you sat 10 minutes with my wife and talked to her about how I have my shit together, you would really start laughing. Like, I really don't have my shit together. I'm very good at helping people. That's why I'm in the line of work that I that I'm in. That does not mean that I can apply things to myself. That does not mean that I have it all together. Well, but then it, people on Instagram, man, they go nuts. Like there's people on Instagram that I know don't have it all together. But what they're posting is a very, very different story. And it's sad that there's at least 10 to 15 people that are looking at their posts saying, oh, look how perfect their life is and mine isn't. And it's like, fuck, you know, and people do get jealous of that. And jealous from what? A perception. Insane. Yeah, it's not real. No. Maybe it's, I mean, it might not be real, I think is a better statement. But, no, 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 but, just that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that, I don't remember the last time I felt jealous, though. That's the thing. Like, I'm trying, as we're talking, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I want to jump into the last time we felt jealous. And I can't remember. And I'm not saying I don't feel jealousy, because that would be a lie. But I don't think it affects me or penetrates in a way where it sticks with me. Yeah. You know, where I can't I can't recall it. Yeah. I can't recall the last time I felt jealous because I've gotten into the habit of just celebrating people. Like, you know, I've gotten into the habit of like good for them. Sure. I awesome. Have, my jealousy is usually like a very quick it, it happens because I have it in with me because my ego is very strong and he's yeah. five and he is loud and he's a terrorist. <laughs> um, and <laughs> he, uh, he will see things that he wants and, and doesn't have in the moment. Right. It's really what it is. Yeah. I think everything is for the most, a lot of, a lot of the things that we say we want, I think are attainable. Yes. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Um, and so like, I don't, I have there's things that I that I see that people post on social media, um, and I will think, man, I want that. Mm. And it's not that it's, I, and if that's if that's a marker of jealousy or a type of jealousy, then I will, I I know that I have that in me. Like I'll see someone doing something, traveling somewhere, you know, exhibiting something, and I'm just like, man, I wish I was there. Or man, I want that. Or man, that looks nice. Or. Um, because I'm in a different spot, you know, and that's goes and that when I and when I feel that I know it's the feeling is you are not right now, George, you're not living in the you're not in the moment. You are living in this other person's moment and that's not your moment. Mm. So let and have, you know, send them instead, you know, be happy for them that you're enjoying them. Because usually I mean, I, I don't I 
I no longer hate follow people, so that's a good <laughs> <laughs> I know what you I no longer hate follow? Yeah. There is a there is a very toxic culture of people who will follow other people just to hate on them. Oh shit. If okay. you're not aware of that, you should become very aware of that and find out if some of your clients are maybe doing that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, yeah. For damn it's, sure. it's happening. For damn A hundred percent. I know some of your clients, I know for damn sure they do it. So <laughs> You uh, know some of my clients? Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And they, hate, they hate follow me? No, not they don't hate follow you. Oh. They are guilty of doing the hate following. Oh, follow, I see. Maybe they'll follow someone who is a competitor of theirs. Oh, I see. And they're just like, looking what they're doing. Look what she's doing. Look what oh. he's doing. Look at that. Or they're following an ex. Mm. And they're like, look at what he's doing. Look at what she's doing. Look at what oh, they're fuck. doing. Or... Um, that takes up have, so much space. Mm. God, idea, I would hate that. The idea is to like be motivated by it. Like, I'm going to use this hate to... Mo- like, I'm motivated by hate. Have you ever heard someone say that? Like, they have to get angry. Lifters, yeah, sometimes sure. lifters are like, piss me off. There was a, a very... David used to tell me this story about this lifter who would tell his coach to, like, insult his family mm. so he can get really pissed off so they could then lift. Jeez, okay. So, I, it's like... Or, like, you've heard... You've seen the logos or seen people say things, like, fueled by hate. Yeah, 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 I have. Yeah. Um, so... It's kind of that concept, okay. I think, when it comes to hate following. Oh, I see. Um, but... Definitely toxic. Definitely not helpful. Definitely not. Definitely good. jealousy. Definitely, definitely jealous. That's all jealous. And it's just that. It's just feeding, feeding that beast. Wow. Yeah. And it's 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 so interesting because like if if we were to you know if I can take a minute and just make it about me here, mm-hmm. like if you know I can't. It it's just bizarre that somebody would be following me for that, and then I don't feel that. I'm worthy of that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel my life is like when I look like, let's say I go through my own Instagram. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's just, that's just my life. It's nothing special. It's nothing spectacular. It's just, just my life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, it's, it's weird. It's just weird. Like, it's not like it's um, some like big, like name and, you know, celebrity or influencer or something like that. Like really, just a regular guy living my life. It's crazy. And somewhere out there, there's some other regular dude looking at you, living your best life, wishing he was you. Mm. It's crazy. Possibly. Possibly. Or, yeah. or wishing he had what you had, or just like, man, I wish I would have like learned how to play the guitar and been a singer. Like, look at Carlos. He's doing it. He's chasing. He's doing... He made it work, and they're, they're not. They're stuck. Right. Not doing the things that they say they want to do because of the fear that they have to get started, or they don't want to let go of the things that are keeping them trapped right it's um yeah like, it's like well it's like you what, can't be where you want to if there's some place that you want to be and you're not there yet you can work towards a right to its arrival but you know just you know stewing yeah. in your jealousy is only going to like it's not gonna do anything for you so how do we handle jealousy i mean that's that's the thing i mean the question becomes this is something that takes up energy. It takes up space in your head, in your emotions. It's not productive. It doesn't lead to anything, uh, anything good, at least. Mm-hmm. You know. So the the question then becomes, how do we manage it? What do we do about it? And 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 that's that's where I, I'm not an expert in the in the area of jealousy. You know. But I do if it 
if the jealousy ties to fears or ties to a distorted self-concept or low self-esteem then then i i can i can mm -hmm. fuck with that you know like that's that's more my area um so my professionally at least my go-to with someone who struggles with jealousy would be okay well what's your self-concept how do you view yourself mm -hmm. how do you talk about yourself to yourself right um, and what do you believe you can do or you focus more on the things you can't do or already didn't do like it's too late I know I got caught up in that especially in the music realm mm -hmm. you know I've been I've been too old to record music since 27 since I was 27 <laughs> I've been saying that yeah you know what I mean like that's crazy that's yeah. like a huge hurdle or roadblock of mine you know so yeah. I, I was saying the same shit at 27 as i'm saying at 41 i'm too old to record music i'm too old to write i'm too old to make it too old too old too sure. old too old and the more you say that your cells receive that you're and, and every day that you and you're still aging you're, you're still like, aging you're only gonna get older you're only gonna you're get only older gonna get more two more more too old right right <laughs> and the thing is and age is is this really fascinating concept because you know um like uh i had a, a family member of mine one time you know she she got into this habit of like making fun of me being old or older you know and then one day i was like you're old too she's like yeah i'm like she's like no i'm not i'm like six years older than you i go right but to some seven-year-old out there you're old as fuck you know like you're it's a relative that's how it works right sure. like you know like okay you're 30 to a 15 year old you're grown you're a, you're old you know <laughs> what i mean so um anyway so the so this how you talk to yourself or about yourself to yourself that would be the first thing like why do i feel this way like do i feel like i'm not good enough do i feel like i can't attain this is it the jealousy must come from a place of i can't this person can i can't therefore i feel angry but i don't want to be angry with myself because that would mean accountability so let me be angry at the person what do you think of that? Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Um, the what, what I, I have um, ready for this. I'm gonna bring it all together. I think jealousy is a liminal space between where you were and where you want to be, Ooh. and struggling with that mm. in whatever form it comes in is is what that is. Right. You are not. You are not. You're not where you were because you don't have what you want. You're not where. It, but you're not where you want to be because you also don't have what you want. And so it's that, like, I don't have this. I want this. How do I get it? Or maybe mm. you don't even get it. Maybe it's like I lost something and now someone else has it. How do I get it back? How do I get it back? Mm. Which is a competitive thing. I want to win, win, win. I know. For, I'll speak for myself. Most of these things are tied to me losing something or me wanting something or me being the best at something in order to feel better about myself. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like... Uh, I've lost this, like, uh, I lost this thing and I want it back. Right. Um, or like, why can't I be more like this person who has it all together? Mm. Um, what I tell myself is if the feelings that I'm ha if the feelings I have are causing me to feel that way, address those feelings. Where are they coming from? What's it about? Right. Usually they're all tied to my ego. And I know if that's the case, if I can identify, make that identification, this feeling is coming from the ego, that it's like, just then let it go, George. Just let the feeling go. Yeah. If it's causing you like pain in the moment and suffering in the moment, just like let it let it go, let it flow through you. Cry it out, anger it out, put on a song, 
da 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 but know and understand that in this moment you're feeling this way because this thought is triggering you. So that's your thought stopping process. That's your right thought stopping process. And then if if it's if it's if the thought is causing me to want to act in a certain fashion, uh, post a picture, post a video, uh, send a message, text somebody, uh, drink, eat, <laughs> party, fuck somebody else, like you know. And I'm the and the the motivation behind that action is in order to like address the person who's causing the jealousy or the thing that's causing the jealousy. I know mm. that this mo this this I know that this action is an ego driven action, uh. and then that that in and of itself is no longer a good thing. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this in response to this other thing that yeah yeah. So that's Oof. kind of the work that I do right to keep myself grounded mm. when I am in those. Like I call them hurricanes. I see. Yeah, and those storms mm. where I'm just like, and then also knowing that the knowledge that the storm will pass, the sun always comes out. There's always peace, and it's just about holding on in the moment and reaching out. And sometimes I reach out for a run. I reach out for a book. I reach out for a friend to just get me out of the. Sometimes it's like when you're stuck in the moment, you can't see yourself through it. And all you want to do is like talk it out, talk it out, talk it out. So just do that. Call your therapist, call mm. you, text, read yeah. a book, go for a walk. Yeah, there's so many ways to point that energy, right? But that's that's how I yeah. that's how I see it. No, I think that's great. You know, I and as a matter of fact, as and, and avoid causing more harm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you definitely want to do. Because if you feel harm, the instinct is to cause harm. Mm. The same way that like. Like a cat in a corner, mm. or like a dog in a corner. A dog that's been ab like an abused animal will lash out at a person who's seeking to care. That's right. You've been harmed, and you don't trust. Right. So someone is going to try to reach out to you or say anything, and you're just gonna, <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, they didn't deserve that, you know. Right. So knowing and being knowing that, being able to to slow down and be present enough to acknowledge yeah. that your feelings are that. And you can always, if you do the work, I think if you do half the work that we've done, just even half, you can actually feel your body's response to those things bubbling up. Hmm. Before you act out, like you can yeah. usually find the, tr you can feel the trigger coming. Yes. You can feel the trigger coming because your body will start to just. You can see it a mile yeah, away. The, the endocrine system will release whatever fucking hormone and your body will, you, you'll change in temperature. You'll feel hot. You'll feel cold. You'll, your body will seize up. Your hands will, your fists will, your fists will clench. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you'll start sweating. Maybe you'll feel your heart rate go start to go up spider flight response you'll start talking louder yeah yeah you'll, you'll, <laughs> you'll cut the person off you'll cut the person off right those are when you find yourself there you're like oh, oh hey, hey, hey 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 there come, hey come back come back over come here back, come yeah. back come back come back man that's i you know i i a couple of things you know something that tr so i don't know why i don't know what it is you said that triggered this but I realized that one of the things I'm holding on to in my life from a jealousy standpoint is I really have issues with um, people's positive response to redemption stories. Um, like somebody fucks up, hurts people, harms people, does is a shitty person, but cleans up, comes back, 
and everyone's like, oh, yeah, look at that, you know, like, hey, you know, and I, and I'm, I am jealous of those people because you start realizing, oh, they're home, you start realizing that, well, I don't feel like this anymore. This was my process. Um, but there's a point where I'm like, man, there's really no reward for being a good person. Like, there's no reward for following the rules. There's no reward for doing things correctly because people just get used to you being that way and they expect that from you. Um, but yet this other person fucks up and does all this shit and then they bounce back and everyone's like, oh, I'll support you in whatever you do, <laughs> uh -huh. you know, and I'll help you do that and I'll help you do that and I'll help you open up this business and I'll help you and I'll fund you for that and I'll do that and I'll do this for you. And I'm like, damn, bro, I've been doing those shit rights for 42 years, man. Are we going to help me out? And that that is the jeal a jealousy point of mine yeah. that I don't kind of fall into very often. But something you said, I don't know what, but something you said triggered that. So just, you know, for the sake of transparency, <laughs> that's my dog, um, that there, there's that. However... Well, you have the whole like nice guys finish last. That's a nice guys finish last mentality. Well, well, yeah. I mean, and I, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? That's yeah. what you're describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like in my dating life. I mean, I didn't, I didn't start being, quote unquote, successful with women until I stopped being a nice guy. You know, that I had to do that. I had yeah. to turn myself around. You know, I had to learn to like, you know, be like, oh, you know. Fuck that. No, like be more of a dick, right? And then all of a sudden, and, and it was annoying because in myself, I'm going, damn, this is not me. The, yeah. This is not me. Do I really have to do this? Like, you know, anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. But what I wanted to go to was that I think what helps me control it is going back to what you said earlier. And I, and you're right. It is, it has been oversaid and overposted on Instagram and all this stuff. But I, it, coming from a place of gratitude, really. That is my thought stopping process. My thought stopping process is I'm not that person. I am me. This is everything I have. This is what I, you know, this is what I've accomplished and I am happy with it. Why am I competing. focusing? Yeah. Why am I competing when in my, in my world I have, I feel I have everything. Mm -hmm. I feel I have it all. So, and then that calms me down. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my way of going, Hey, Hey, come back over here. You know, let's not go there. Let's just stay over here where things are good and positive and you, you can save your energy, save that space for something better and more productive. You know, my th my thing, my shtick is to turn energies into productivity. You feeling sad? Do something productive. Anxious? Do something productive. Yes. Be productive. Proactive. Be yeah. proactive about it. Don't sulk, right? Do something with that energy and turn it into something that'll benefit you. Yes. And so that is something where I do actually not only preach, but I actually do practice. And I think that helps me with 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 jealousy. And um, and especially those situations. Because I happen to know a lot of redemption story people. You know, and they t and I'm like, damn, I'm like, that's I mean, you have a redemption story. I, yeah, but it, maybe you're not seeing it in the way that you're it describing may, it or it, you're comparing it, yours to someone else's. Maybe. Oh, totally. But I would you, say uh, I yeah. know your story and I feel like you have definitely redeemed yourself. Yeah, I just can't detect like who was in my like. Maybe, maybe you never went to fucking jail. Yeah. You know, and maybe it's not like the yeah. same one as like someone else's. Right, right. Maybe the deeper you get into shit, the more people help you out on the way out, I guess. I don't know. You know, because you're right. I mean, I had emotional and uh, support and help, you know, but like 
you know, there was uh, those financial times that were dark where I was like, damn, like, can just somebody, I just need help, you know, like sure. nobody, nobody was able to help me, you know, and, uh, but there's the pride thing too, like, shit, I did it on my own, you know, like, I did, that's a nice thing to say, like, I, I look around, hey, listen, whatever I have, I created it. Yes. Nobody gave me a thing. Correct. So it might not be much, but I don't, I don't have to say thank you to anybody but myself, you know, and obviously my wife. I mean, the you likelihood know. is that you probably didn't need it as much as the other people did. Maybe. Um, your capacity for, of is your strength is better. You're high. You just don't maybe need more it. resilient. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, so, but I don't, I don't, I don't like battle with that jealousy very often. It's not something that is constant, but I didn't want to finish the episode saying, Oh, well I never feel jealous anymore. Cause that would be bullshit. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, but I, what you were saying though, my gosh, the ways to cope, Hey, come back here. Cause gosh, I fear feeling jealous because I know how wasteful it is. So I fear, I fear going into those dark spaces. You know, so I always, you know, when I when I look at Instagram and I see people posting their best lives, I just celebrate it. Good for them. Awesome. You know, because I chose to pick up the phone. I chose to open up the app and I'm going to choose how I react to people's posts. And that's I choose that reaction because it saves the energy and space for me to be more proactive and productive in my real life. You know, so but um, hate following. What it's a concept. A what a concept. It's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, I've, I know that I've been guilty of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And oh. like you'll forward whatever someone's posting to somebody else and then you'll like make fun of it behind, you know, ha ha, look what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> I've done that. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, gosh, you know what? I feel horrible because I've done that. Like, there's this, there's this one person that, it's like, human get, nature. that gets, because one of my pet peeves, too, is people who get attention through constant sob stories. Yes. You know, like, and they just post paragraphs in their, you know, and then it's just about them and some struggle. And, but every post is like that. Like, I, I appreciate people who are transparent and, and are open to vulnerability and exposing that part of their life to, you know, social media and strangers and all that stuff. I appreciate that and I applaud it. But when every fucking post is that, I'm like, all right, bro, this is a different intention here. Like, what, what are you trying to do here? I'll, this is what I, when it comes to, when it comes to, when it comes to social media, what I, um, the words that I use to like, or the way that I describe it is that this is the narrative that you want people to see. Mm. Um, and so whether you're doing that with intention or not intentionally, you're still the one that is driving and posting and putting up the things that you want the world to see. Right, right, right. So right. just be aware of that. Yeah, exactly. You're creating that you narrative really for people. Do you really want the world to see this? Do you really want the world to be to be that far in on yeah. what you're sharing? Or and also the other side, the flip side of that coin is a person who's viewing it is remember that these are the things that people only want you to see. Right. This is not like a 24 hour live stream, big brother cam where everyone thinks available and you have a full act. No, you don't. You have That's access right. to the things that people are willing to share. That's it. That's it. And they're going to craft it and they're going to edit it in a way that is suits whatever it is that they want to put out there. So you're mm -hmm. consuming someone else's like purposeful intent. Yeah. Yeah. And then imagine wasting your energy being jealous on that selective mm -hmm. 
content that's being mm-hmm. given to you and shared with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's and I and, and I think I mean, that's the, the people main share thing pictures. Here. Usually, it's kind of like, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, when I. I mean, I mean, I could post pictures with a shirt on, but why would I do that? Right. Of course. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, if, if, the, if, the, if, it, if I'm wearing a cute outfit, I will post the whole outfit. Right, right. Like, look, this is how we dress. Yeah, yeah, look yeah. Look how nice we look today. Click. Yeah, yeah Or course. like, you know, I was yeah. feeling, I posted the picture yesterday of me without a shirt on, and I was, I am feeling fluffy again. Oh, Not me fluffy too. in the way that I have been fluffy in the past, and I know that I'm yeah. not as fluffy as I've been, but I have not been... I haven't done nearly as much exercise as I was doing in (laughs) the fall and I'm not eating nearly as like regimented as I was eating in the fall. That makes two of us. Because when I came back from my trip from Philly, so I was in Philly for for Halloween. When I came back from that trip, I was in like, I would say that is like the zenith. My peak physical aesthetic, like everything was just, I was ripped. Yeah. The, 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 the scale was like under 220. Yeah. I was like, ah. Everything was just falling off. Yes. And then November 1st, I was like, okay, great. So now it's November and then Thanksgiving and then the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. the cookies started rolling in, the cakes started rolling <laughs> in, and the, the pounds kept cre- creeping up and mm-hmm. I was running a little less. And I, I'm i not mad about it at all, but yeah. I was just feeling kind of like I was feeling thicker than normal. Oh, and man. Like, and I keep telling myself, like, this is just part of the, like, we're bulking. We're going to bulk. Yeah. We're going to bulk. Yeah. We're going to bulk. Yeah. We're going to bulk. I love that. I love that for but us. The same thing. We live in Miami and it's 85 degrees. Like, I a know. person needs to like, you know, like. That's so funny you mentioned that because yesterday I was like, all right, I've been off my game for about seven weeks now. I didn't make the two month mark, but I've been off my game, but working out a lot, some mm-hmm. somewhat maintained. Last four days have been a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. And last night, literally, I was like, well, at least we're not in the shirtless, you know, season. And I wake up today, it's like 85 degrees and it's sunny as shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Perfect thing to go I fucked up. I fucked up. Oh, my God. I go, <laughs> it's going to take me eight weeks to get back to where I was. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh, man. That's so funny, dude. But, yeah, um, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, there is this element of we post with the purpose of you know, hey, look at me, look at my life. And hey, maybe to make people jealous? And maybe to make, yeah. Because and, you're and think, fighting your, off your own jealousy? Well, I think it, it, it it's different for everybody. I think every post of mine has a psychology of, hey, I've been through some shit, I made it out. Look, check you, me you're out. You're a conscious person. You right. know, you're, I would say for the most part, you are a more conscious person in your actions and what you're doing and where you're yeah. doing it. And when you're in those, you don't find yourself... Like out of that space very often. And when no, you do, I you don't. You can tell immediately because your body tells you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have like a, an I alarm. I would say that most alarm people, system, especially people that are on these, like, like that are very tied to yeah. their apps, are not yeah. aware and conscious. They're just like, I mean, it, it's it, and that's and sometimes when it backfires on you, you know, I did I I every year. I don't think it's on the same date, but I know at least once a year I post my my before and after picture mm-hmm. every year. And it's the same picture, not because I'm being selective. It's just I don't have many pictures of when I was at my heaviest. I don't. And maybe it was because I purposely avoided having my picture taken. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, but I've searched. 
I have that, I have two pictures. So every year I use one or the other. So there's that one picture with me in the blue shirt, like this big, huge golf polo shirt, which is the only shirt that fit at the time. Yes. And I put my current picture, you know, for the sake of transparency. So no matter if I've gained weight or lost weight, this is where I was then. And that was in 2000, that picture was taken in 2009 Mm -hmm. or 2010, no, 2009. And this is where I am today. So yes, it's 12 years. And I post that picture because you know, I'm not trying to promote a three-month transformation. It's a lifestyle that led me to where I'm at now, right? That's my intention with the post. Yeah. And most people celebrate it. Most people will, will make a comment or something like that. And that's really cool. I do it because to show people, hey, let's not give up on ourselves. Yeah. Right? But then there's always that one person that's like, all right, listen, man. Like, that picture's old. Like, you were very young in that picture. And I'm like... What does it do with anything? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, so were pounds measured differently back then, or was I not fat? Was that not considered fat at the time, or what does that have to do with anything? You know, <laughs> I've done the before and after picture, and I and I had I always use I use a, a before picture for a very long time, and yeah. I that person lost a ton of weight. And became another person. Right. But then that person also gained weight and became uh, another person. And yeah. then that person lost weight. That, so for me to always go back to the first person I was in 2010 wouldn't work. Oh, I see. I couldn't do that. Like, because you fluctuated in I those years. I gained and lost like 150 pounds for oh, the last I see, 10 I years. See, I see. So the last before picture was, of, was me in February of 2020. And that to me was like the last time. I've always said I when I've ever I've like lost a lot of weight or have transformed my body um, dramatically, I've always said I'm never gonna go back to that way. But what I've learned from the past is that it's really just a matter of time. Yeah. For you. If you don't if you don't figure out why you're making the mistakes you're making, if you don't figure out why your thoughts are the way they are, what's controlling your thoughts, what's behind it. Right. If you don't do those things on the inside to understand and and not just accept this is the way I am. Nope. It's an inside job, man. It's always working. This is the way I've always been. This is the way I was raised. If if you want change, Mm. that's I guess is what it means. It really you have to like you gotta like because there's a people who will think that way. This is the way I am. This is the way I always be. This and it's always gonna be that way, and that's done. And that's their narrative. That's their mindset. Right. And they're gonna struggle with those. They're gonna struggle with whatever comes with change for the rest of their fucking life. Yeah. And that's a big struggle. So if you struggle with change, if you find change to be a struggle of yours, there's usually something that you're resisting and it's coming from the, the call is coming from inside the house. That's right. The call is coming from inside the house. That's a very old eighties movies reference. I love it though. What was was the movie? movie? I don't know, man, but that's a great reference. I forget. It was a horror movie. I, I think so. God damn it. I don't even think it was eighties. It's what it was. It's definitely eighties. I think it was Scream. No, it's not. Well, no, that was not Scream. Scream, If Scream referenced it, it's possible. But the Mm. call, I'm gonna look it up right now because yeah. But the call is coming from inside the house. That's 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 from a movie titled. Come on, where was it? (gasps) When a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. Okay. And it was from 1979. Huh. Yeah. Man, so. I, it's fascinating stuff because I don't, I can honestly say that I don't think I've ever posted, you know, anything for people to like 
be jealous. I've always, my message has always, I've always tried to stay consistent with, you guys know what I went through. There's a way out. Like if you're struggling, there's a way out. This is how, you know, there's life after, you know, life goes on as the famous cliche goes you know it it really you might feel stuck but everything else keeps moving and you can choose to move with it and go with it and create and and be proactive and what can you do and what's attainable and and just not you know not give up this is not it for you um and that's most of my posts are you know around that but this is not it for you. This is not it for you. You can apply that everywhere. Oh, oh it's just so not. Good. It's that's not so it good. for you. I love that. I love and it, yeah, a lot of people uh, and you know, understanding <laughs> that this is not it for you can cause a lot of grief. Mm. This was not it for you. This is not it for you. Right. This moment, this relationship, this life, yeah. this job, this it was not it for you. I'm sorry you. that you thought it was. Yeah, but you needed it to figure out what your next move was. The, correct. You needed it. It was necessary. It was not. It's not going to end the way you wanted to. It's just you need. Come on, baby. Yep. Come on, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Pick yourself up up and keep moving. Dust yourself off. Let's keep going. Let's see what's next. Let's keep, get excited about keep, what's keep around. Keep crying while you're moving, but just keep moving. Just keep moving you because keep there's something. And and anger, but you can keep moving. There's something around the next corner. Yeah. But you got to get to that you corner. Got to get to the next corner. You yeah. Got to like. Yeah. You, that is the most like if we can just if we could like blast that from the the highest mountain top. You've just got to get back up. Get yeah, you just got to get back up. Don't don't do it. And going back to our topic of the day, jealousy will keep you down for sure. Je- jealousy will give you a reason. It's worse. It's it's not that you. It gives you a justification yeah. to not get back up. Uh-huh. It gives you a reason to not get back up. Yeah, and that's fucked up. That's mm-hmm. a fucked up thing to do to yourself. Because you're basing it off of your perception of other people's mm-hmm. reality. And so it's blind leading the blind. You know, it's like you're, you're, you, you, you decided to ascribe meaning to someone else's life. You've decided that it's more than your life. You think your life is not worth it. So I'm just going to sit right here and, and not move. Cry into my and phone. cry into my phone or right or, or whatever eat or drink eat, yeah. or drug or right. you know numb the pain instead and instead of just, just you know this yeah, is that's that is not real everyone's got a story everyone's got a struggle i have mine i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick myself up i'm gonna dust myself off i'm not gonna let jealousy weigh me down it's wasteful it takes up space it takes up energy energy that i can be using for my own benefit my mm-hmm. own courage my own vulnerability my own growth um and uh and and that's what it is man that's it that's what it is yes wow what a what a nice what a, what a nice little episode we did today well this is how we're gonna go into the new year yes 2021 2021 what a terrible numerical like sequence of numbers <laughs> two zero two one two zero two one it doesn't even look doesn't even look cute on a shirt like the the graphics behind it don't make sense. There's I'm, no design concept <laughs> that like that one just really just slices off. It really does. It doesn't flow. Twenty twenty was stylistically a very nice thing, but we yeah. all know how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love that meme. Twenty twenty one W O N. Oh god. <laughs> yes. 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 And I'm okay with it winning because we could just leave it behind us now. Um, so. 
Where can they find this podcast, Carlos? They can find this podcast. Uh, you can go to moacamedia.com, and that's a one stop. You can find everything there. However, our podcast is on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and uh, pretty much wherever you consume your podcast content. Uh, and uh, I am on Instagram for my therapy stuff. I am at carlos.escanilla. I'm also posting personal stuff now, though, too. I'm kind of doing a blend. And my music stuff is at carlos305music. And George? I love a blend. Blend is good. And all of my blends are available on at George I. Sanchez on Instagram. Blend away. Yeah. <laughs> I blend of shirts, no shirts, lifts, food. Yes. Friends. Blend puppies. is good. Blend is real. Blend is real. And 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 we're very we're very um, you know, conscientious of our posts, so uh, don't be jealous. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye.